0: It's been a long time since the cappuccino was fashionable.
1: We go one of those uh, cappuccino places. Cappuccino. Practice situational awareness next time you're at the gas station. Our welcome, gas station cappuccino episode number one hundred and fifty-seven. One five seven. Also,
0: if you add those all together, mm-hmm. yeah, uh,
1: lucky number thirteen. uh Is that that is true? I didn't know where I was going with that. Yeah. Well, if you do anagrams or you do a number, right? numerology, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that how a, a, a tax cab driver changed my life? No. I was in Las Vegas, okay, for the Olympia, okay. And I'm like remembering this as I'm putting this together. I haven't told this story in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get a so I get an Uber, and the guy picks me up and he is a character straight off the bat. you can tell it. like you know when you get in the Uber, and it's like a nice clean car. You're like, okay, yeah. And sometimes you get in and they got like, you know, uh, like, you know, charging cables, like kind of nicer stuff. Like, oh, this is like, this is his Uber car. This is like their, like, this car is only used for Uber. Yeah. And some, then maybe some lights, LEDs, and some lights. Then sometimes you get in and he's got a pink steering wheel cover that's like, you know, a hairy faux fur steering wheel cover. And um, chair, you know, like seat covers, like matching seat covers in the front seat. Cheetah. And yeah, pink cheetah print. And it's just, the it's the whole thing. And you're like, okay, so this is his Uber car. He's got the charging cables and he's got the little thing on the back of the headrest. You can play a little, you know, trivia game or whatever. But he's also tricking this thing out. He's like, if I'm going to be in this if I'm going to be in this bitch all day, I'm I'm getting comfortable getting this pink faux fur cheetah print seat covers. Yeah he
0: went to uh he went to Les Schwab and got you went to the little accessory
1: section, got all the (laughs) pink stuff. Yeah. So he was autozone. Nice guy, interesting character. Start talking and then something comes up and he goes, well, you know, my life path number is a is a five. And so that's what led me to, you know, move to Las Vegas. And that's why I'm looking to move to whatever. And I was like, all right, hold on, dude.
0: Hold you on. Let's blow let's
1: past that. Let's just go ahead and pause right there real quick. I was like, hey, life path number. Tell me more. Is that kind of like astrology or like what? What the fuck's going on here with the life? And he's like, OK, yeah, it's kind of like astrology. But check this out. Like, it's different and it's whatever, more legit. And uh, all this. And I'm like, let's do me. Let's do me. Let's find out what my life more path legit. number is. You got me more interested, in more legit. Yeah, man. And so he's like, all right, what's your birthday? And uh, so August, it was okay eight, eight. This were the the one fifty seven mm-hmm. to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's all. It's the the day. It's the twenty seventh. He was okay two plus seven is nine plus eight is fifteen. Uh, okay, one plus five is six. All right, what year? Nineteen eighty four. Okay, uh, so one and nine, that's a that's a ten, and then you have the eighty four. That's a, you know whatever twelve plus 10, 22. Ooh, twenty two is good. Eleven zero twenty two is you don't combine. You combine everything else. Eleven twenty two is don't combine. <laughs> So you have the 22 plus, you know, whatever, like, like we we're at last time, 15 or however it shook out. And, anyway, you basically you'd add them all up. Three. You're a three. I was like, all right, great. So, so what now? I just follow threes around now. No, what now? And so he's like, well, you look it up. And so if you pull out your phone here and you just uh, go to the Google machine, because that's the most reliable source of data, mm-hmm. and you say uh, life path. Uh, number three and, uh, here we go. So <laughs> life path, number three, numerology meaning, um, in this blog, uh, come on now, here we go. Guy It's quicker. It tells you how to do it. Just tell me about the threes, man. Meaning of number three shows you have creative ways of good relationship with expression. You're able to receive, oh man, hold on characteristics of a life path. They enjoy working with people. They have natural ability to inspire others. Threes are good at making decisions. They're awfully successful, often successful in business. However, there's also some negative characteristics, which they tend to be overly critical, impatient, and judgmental. They also may become easily bored or frustrated when things don't go their way. And I thought, well, God damn it, that pretty, that sounds a lot like. <laughs> it also sounds like everybody. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, that's the catch. But you can also look
0: at yourself and be like, man, that is me. But also everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, okay, but everybody. Maybe not different.
1: everybody. Everyone's got a different one, right? So um, we could, uh, we'll do Dean here. We'll do it live on air. Is this a, is this say? is there like a calculator where you can speed it up? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Because I don't remember exactly. Life how. path calculator. Uh huh. That's right. Life path calculator mm-hmm. or numerology.com. You got to mm-hmm. choose between them. Um, right. We'll just go numerology.com. Why not? All right. Uh, Dean, let's see here. We got uh, December, right? Yep. December
0: uh, 14th, 14th,
1: 1988. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very
0: interesting. Uh, I think I'm going to guess my number is going to be a
1: seven. Your life path number seven. It's <laughs> no shit. People that's, born with that's funny. Hey, you know what? People born with life path seven are eternal students of the universe. They're introspective individuals uh, with unquenchable thirst for knowledge, and enjoy looking into the inner workings of things. That's true. Well, you do. You you're like a you're like a meth head when it comes to taking apart watches in the middle of the night and yeah. like for stereos. Yeah, and bikes and. Uh huh. Why is he working on that bike? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what else is uh, <laughs> they're a true thinker who lets their mind lead the way pretty much from the moment of birth, able to skillfully combine exacting side of their brain with the divine intuitive side to learn about process and make sense of stuff. And I'll tell you what, Dean, this actually. Well, oh, i everything I've ever done. I've been. You're very self Self-taught. Yeah, you go go
0: through gut a lot. Yeah, we've actually had this multiple times, and we're gut oriented or self taught,
1: not a not a a student, right? More of like a student of the universe. Well, so we we've been through a little bit of this with tests as far as like our communicating and stuff, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you have like you have a very strong opinion about something, but you don't necessarily know. You kind of know why, like you know the things that lead to it, but like you can't like you're like I just know this is fucking right. And then I'm more of a, like, logical, like, linear. And it's not that that's not logical. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Evidence-based. Like, 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 okay, well, like, just evidence-based. Just tell me why. Like, maybe, but, like, show me why and I'll believe it. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I got to see it because that's how I operate. And so I was a good student, but I'm, I'm bad. or I was never strong at memorizing things. I was more of, uh, I just need to know how, just, just show me how it fucking works. And then I don't have to remember it because I'll just figure it out. Like if I need the answer to it, I'll just figure it out because I know how it works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how that's how my brain works. So when you're like, Oh, I know this is true. I'm like, well, show me why you're like, well, I just fucking know. But now we've learned, like if we just chill and wait a couple hours, it all becomes clear. We always, we always end up with the same answer, but we get there kind of different yeah, ways. Right.
0: Yeah. Brain's brain's weird. That's I'm a
1: three near a seven dog. I think that's why I actually just watched uh, the movie. Um, what to be is, clear, I'm not convinced that any of that's like real. It's just like,
0: no, it's interesting, though. but it definitely lined up for us. It did. Yeah. And astrology stuff always kind of lines up too, which is weird, but the, um, creative writing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The, um, or, or it's real. Yeah. But it's like kind of, gets or it's it's real. Was,
1: that one was kind of specific. That was way more specific. I felt like than astrology. Yeah. Um, both of them, the also, when it said like things that I get frustrated with. It's like, ap- those are absolutely true. Like, yeah, frustrated, look into like... More, looking more into that. <laughs> Yeah, get with. Oh, yeah. I came back and I did my wife, the kids. So I was telling
0: friends about it. Yeah, I need to look into that. Yeah. I, I also, like, what are the fucking odds of me guessing the right fucking number? You knew. That's fucking. Because you're intuitive. Let's also be not like, let's not just below past the fact that I did not know that. There's no fucking way I would have known my number. Yeah, that was a total guess. Intuitively. Intuitively, just knew it. Yeah. That's fucking weird. <laughs> um. Very strange. Uh. But seven's like you're always your go-to. Is it?
1: I don't know. I just no. No, not, my number is
0: eight. My my favorite number, like my mm. my chosen number mm. in life for like things, have always has always been eight or eighty-eight because like here I was born and the Cowboys. I and like, baseball. I've always liked eight. Eight's always been the number I chose for baseball and shit like that. So if I was going off of that, I would have said that. This numbers. was just a random number that came into my mind. Yeah, un-
1: Unprovoked. The universe. Your life path number that's very strange I was always number 13 because I was a thick boy is that what that means well you know a lot when you're little that they hand out the jerseys yeah and like the ones and twos and threes are the smalls and then you know then four or five six seven that's kind of like the mediums you know by the time you get to if you're getting into the size larges the youth larges, and youth exiles you're gonna be number 13 14 15, was that how 15. it was for for which which sport was that every single one where they're trying to give you a complex I guess yeah just to embed these things soccer baseball when you're little like i'm talking like uh we got to just always choose little i always got i always got to choose i gotta choose also you get to choose from everyone that's over number i guess i was always
0: pretty skinny always over number 12 maybe that's how it was i just didn't realize i was always like actually it's funny i i was definitely not that numbered like i always wanted those numbers i feel like 13 i had a lot of 13s i was i was a tall kid i had a lot of 13s in like a little league I have some mm. pictures where I'm wearing like number 13, Ooh. 12, 10. So maybe there's like that lot. I'm in that lot. Yeah. So I was, so tall, I was tall for
1: my age. What, what the Uber driver said, mm-hmm. by the way, Shelby was in the Uber with me. This is for the, she was sitting there. Oh, so this th- was more recent. Oh yeah. No, this was the last most, recent, the most recent. This was, yeah. uh, whatever, six months ago. Got it. I thought I was going to like a past. Olympia. No, it's yeah. like six or eight months. It was December. I think must must've been December. Something like that. Interesting. Uh, and so, yeah, Shelby's next to me in the backseat, just fucking looking at me. <laughs> and I'm like, that is this dude, like, what did I get my, like, we just landed. It's like, what did I get myself into? Yeah. She had no idea what we were on board for.
0: But regionals this weekend. West Regional, Coast regionals. This,
1: back to that. Shelby, who knows what she's in for this time?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you get another less life lesson. Yeah, dude. Semis. We saw some news that Mal O'Brien's not competing. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder what's going on with that. Also, you know what? Don't really. I'm not saying I don't care. It's more just like you know, care. she can do whatever she wants. She yeah, have to compete. Right. That, that's where I'm at. Right. Like so. Same. So Haley Adams. I hope she's okay. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Hope everything's okay with her physically. Maybe mentally. I don't know. Maybe hopefully she's okay. And because she's a fun athlete to watch.
1: Well, here here's the thing. Also about that is what we don't know is almost everything. Yes. Like so, we don't know if maybe. And I'm not saying it's the case with her, but with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't really. Maybe their heart's not been in it for a while. You start but, oh, she's,
0: she's started at such a young age. But this is what you do. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Right. Like, I I mean, you see that. I mean, read the book. You read the book, uh, I think, Open, the Andre Agassi one. It's no, super, no, no, no. You told me all about it. I, to go. I, I need to read that one. I and want to. So he gets the kind of this point too, right? Like as a kid, he was like sent off to like boarding school tennis camp. Right. And so it's like all of a sudden, yeah, at some point you're, you know, 20 years old, 22 years old and you're top, top of the world, top five, top one, whatever. And it doesn't really matter if you like it. And it's not that other people are forcing you to, but this is just. What you do, this is who you are. This has been your identity for all this time. And Mm -hmm. maybe you have a little injury and you have to miss training for a few weeks and you start thinking about, oh, shit, what if I don't make it back? What if I what if I haven't been training as much as I used to because I've been dealing with this injury? Am I going to go to semis? And what if I go to semis? What if I go compete and I don't make it? I'm not saying, by the way, to be clear, I'm not saying this about Mal O'Brien specifically. I'm just saying like this type of thing, right? No, this' this. Yeah, these people. And so I'm, I'm if I don't make it and then it comes out that I'm washed up, I don't have it. It takes like I have this identity as a high level person in this activity. And honestly, I get it. Like there's kind of a lot of pressure with that. And I think that someone who just kind of brushed that off and is like, well, it's not that serious. It's just sports. Yeah, that's true. But what's also true is they have their identity wrapped up in this thing, man. And and you can't blame them for that. It's what if you spend that much time doing something. uh, That's just how that works, right? That's just how that dude is same shit. If you're a firefighter, you first get that job. You're in, you know what I mean? You're in the academy. You're you're around all those other people doing the same thing. Like that kind of becomes a part of who you are. And then for some people, depending on the time you're doing and the success you have it, the part of you which it is, gets bigger and bigger. And then something like competing in CrossFit, which think of percentage of her day that revolves around
0: performing in CrossFit. No, I mean, the time she wakes up and then tilt the time she wakes up again. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she had like two
1: minutes of REM. That like, but she can do something else. Yeah, and and maybe she's probably dreaming about doing CrossFit, probably, or dreaming about like failing at CrossFit or successing or or succeeding at CrossFit. You know, or like like a certain dish that she shouldn't have had wakes up in fucking cold sweats because she had an extra chicken wing. I'm not again. This is not. I'm not talking about any individual person, just in general.
0: No, no, yeah, for sure. It's uh,
1: no, that's what that's you know that's but else that's what kind of what it takes to compete at that level. That's what it takes. But so for how long? Are and, willing to deal with that? And how much of an off season is there really? Like you talk about professional sports, one, though they get paid a lot, a lot of money. Two, like the fifteenth man, like the fifteenth man on the roster for an NBA team is is making a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now the other thing is there is an off season, and you know you're off, and and maybe yeah, you might still be in the gym a little bit, training and stuff, but it's not the same, right? You do have some downtime. Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. well it's cross athletes like the games are over you can kind of take a month but like even with that you know if you didn't do as well as you think you could you're probably like really hitting the drawing board figuring out what's going on here like there's it's a there's too many yeah it's there's
0: too many things to work on there's too many things to work on and and it's and it's yeah it's too sensitive where like if you're just got a god-given talent of like you know being an athlete playing basketball or or something like along those lines where it's like yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you can always work harder. But I feel like it's different. The the drop
1: off isn't well, the same from like lack of reps. Well, it's it's a it's a skill level versus a just capacity level as well. Like again, basketball for example, right? Like over the course of the season, you get in better shapes, and just by fact of playing in eighty two games, if you're getting time in the games, you're going to be in shape. Correct, right? Like you're just you're out on the court running, like it just happens, and the whole it happens across the whole league. Nobody, even the guys who show up in shape, they're not in mid-season shape. They're mm-hmm. in, like, shape enough to play type thing, right? Mm-hmm. You have your skills, and you can brush up those skills and stuff. Whereas, if the idea is to do more work and less time, you you can't just stop training for five months. And then, oh, don't worry, in six weeks, uh, my shots can back in order. Mm-hmm right like you gotta you gotta get that capacity back and all that and so there's very little just complete complete off time
0: yeah i think it's like you said it's like the skills-based thing right like everybody in the nba has their set of skills that they're mastered at it takes a lot less time to get good at that than like all of crossfit movements i'm not saying it's easier to be a fucking nba basketball player than a crossfitter but there's just so many things that you're tested on that you have to compete at 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 one time where like you know Yeah, it's hard to explain. It's different. It's just different. There's too much shit to do.
1: So I, you know, I hope that it. Here's here. (laughs) Hey man, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. That's really it. And That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just wonder what um. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I've just seen a lot of things with CrossFit right now with people bitching about just how the competitions are going or like this kind of just seems unorganized and kind of weird i don't know weird it's just the things i'm not used to seeing from yeah from the competitive side of crossfit um just being kind of like in limbo like borderline people questioning like is the leadership uh what are they doing with the sport side of yeah. things um don't really hear much about um the community side or like the gym side but it's like I feel like those are all so self-governed at this point and so separated and not that it should be that way but it just feels like it's kind of like everybody's just kind of out you know, like uh, everybody's out on their own with their, with their affiliates. Well, and it's kind of like, no one's really, there's not this like overall message anymore. It's kind of individualized to like this gyms kind of culture and that's okay, but it's just not, I don't know. I just felt like before it was like, here's what CrossFit is doing as a whole, as a group of uh, gyms are doing. This is what we're
1: doing right now. This is what we're a part of now. Let's get Don, like so individualized now. Let's get Don on the podcast, Don Fowl, the new CEO. We should. All right. Don, do it. Donny boy. I met him a year or two ago, and he was like, "Come." He lives in Bay Area, like close oh, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, work out. Come on, do a workout. I'm like, all right. And then we just never got back in touch. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's
1: like, <laughs> like that. that. Tell the people that Forty Water is back. Yeah. You know what else is interesting is uh, CrossFit recently did a restructuring, employee restructuring thing. They went along with all these tech companies that are laying everybody off, and they laid off was a thirty percent of their workforce. That's a lot. Did you see that? No. Missed this, that. This was two weeks ago. Oh, two wow. weeks so, like, ago or so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Um,
1: 30%. Yeah, I believe it was 30%. 20 or 30%. I believe it was 30%. But I know a few individuals uh, personally that were a part of that. Um, one of them was worked in the partnerships division. Just kind of like, you know. Yeah, what, grabbing of sponsors for the games and right. uh, regionals and whatever. Yep. Or just like. Collabs. Uh Another one of them, uh, he actually was, he's been with with the company for a very long time, Um, but he worked in affiliate support, Uh, but not like, you know, support tickets. Like he was uh, like in charge of a region or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like helps support affiliates throughout. So we actually have like Northern California and whatever, but he was, I think like the regional over these, like the smaller regions or something. Anyway. Just kind of interesting, like different jobs, right? Because when you hear that 30%, you're like, well, what did they do? Did they just like cut the media team again? Did they whatever? It's like, no, these jobs are actually kind of neither one of those. These are kind of interesting. Yeah. So who knows? Let's get, let's ask Don.
0: Yeah, we'll ask Don.
1: Yeah, real questions. Look at the the real, the nitty, what? Okay, Don, what life path number are you? That'll explain everything. That'll, That'll explain it all. I
0: think so. Awesome. Yeah, we'll get him on. Donnie boy, what's going on? So I was going to talk about... I was looking at like... A, I have like the Apple Watch or whatever. Mm. And uh, I just saw my watch on the video. and made me think of this again. I was like, man...
1: You got the G-Shock on. Man. I have
0: the G-Shock. I've been wearing this a lot lately again. It's like solar powered, so I don't have to worry about charging it. Like that. And I know they have like nice watches now that do all the... um, What's it called? They do all the fun stuff with tracking steps and that are solar now they're expensive thousand dollars you know for like you know a good one and it's like man like i had the apple watch and like i I like tracking like of the calories and the workout and it's just like man like you know what and i was i was gonna maybe like eventually pull the trigger on one and i was like you know what i'm not i'm done done i'm done i'm done with i think i'm done at least for now at least for now i'm done i'm done with the tech tracking shit of like i don't need I don't, i'm not doing anything with these numbers i don't know why i feel like i need this
1: yeah well like because i'm not I, a
0: runner i don't need to track my my distances if i was maybe i was a runner it makes more sense but like i don't really give a fuck how many calories i'm burning in my workout yep i know if i'm gonna work hard mm-hmm. i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna stick to a program or whatever that is like and i'm eating right like i don't need to know yeah i don't no. not like what, what do i need to know this for down that's what i was telling myself with like i don't need this watch yeah and that's kind of where i'm at but if i was a runner i totally think i would maybe get this, the specific running version and i just track my miles okay i'm like fucking this is a gps map of like i can map out where i'm gonna run well that's, that makes sense
1: what's interesting is that you think you
0: do though yeah but why do i think i need this like i need to know you, how many steps i took today because <laughs> fuck ten thousand steps
1: yeah fuck them i think it's well, good to
0: do i think it's good to go on walks every day yeah but also like i know if dude. I walk for about 20 minutes or I'm going to go over a mile, at
1: least, dude, I, I'm with you, man. I'm actually wearing a watch now. It's a, te- it's a smart watch, but I never even say it's solar powered like that. But I never. Yours looked...
0: doesn't really necessarily look like a smartwatch. No, you would never know. It's got uh, real
1: dials, but then
0: it has like smart tech, like mm-hmm. on a smaller screen.
1: Yeah. And it it pushes through notifications if I let it, um, but I can't send text from it which I actually kind of like. That's better. I have, it keeps me off of it a little bit. I fucking hate but the Apple Watch for that. Story. If I'm in something like this, for example, and I'm like waiting to hear back from someone if they're going to like join us in the podcast or not, mm-hmm. I can still like get notifications to it. Mm-hmm. You can either turn off or not check. Like they're, they're not, it doesn't take up the whole screen. You just said there's like a little teeny little mail envelope that I just ignore most of the time, right? Yeah. And when I clear them off my phone, it clears them off of there too. So don't pile up. Anyway, um, but what I'm getting around to is I'm with you, dude. And you know, you think you need it because people are talking about it and all this. Then it's like, oh, that'd be neat. It's like a whoop. Okay. Or let's back up. I'm with you also because I used to have an aura ring. Mm-hmm. And the aura rings, they really are meant to track your sleep, mm-hmm. but they also track activity. Mm-hmm. You can't wear it while you're using a barbell or whatever. But if you're running, walking, you know, that type of stuff, any anything like that, you could wear it. It's fine. Um, you know, it's a ring. Mm-hmm. But I wore it and I was using it and I was checking out my sleep at different times and this and that. And like, honestly, man, it fucked me up. And check this out. I was less productive in my overall life Mm -hmm. because I was I started making these changes to try and improve a number that didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Because what I saw was I'm like, oh man, look at this. I'm not getting enough sleep. Cause okay, you think, oh, I went to bed at nine, and woke up at five. That's eight hours. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're not actually sleeping that whole time, right? You if, get up
0: a couple times. Yeah, so you get up, fall back asleep really fast, but still. Yep. Getting or, up. You're not and uh, dead sleep that whole time.
1: Right. And so anyway, so I was like, oh, interesting. I was in bed for seven and a half hours, but it says I only slept six. Well, I need to get to bed earlier, but that's hard to do, especially got kids or putting the kids to bed. They get to bed. You're like, oh great. Now, like, I'm not gonna go to bed right now. We gotta have like an yeah, hour of the- decompress. Yeah. And uh anyway, I was like, Well, I just I need to wake up later. And so I kind of like push my alarm a little bit and then a little bit more. The next thing you know, I'm like, Oh man, I'm still not getting that. This- oh man, on the week trying to catch up here on the-, the weekends or whatever. And like, anyway, next thing you know, uh instead of getting up every day. Um, you know, right at five, whatever, it'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, it's kind of later. I'm trying to like get the sleep score better for, but like for what anyway? So then at next thing, so I'm pushing that back different times. Well, then what happens? I'm stressed out throughout the day because time. Yeah, because I've arranged my schedule and I deliberately arranged my schedule. So that I have enough time to get the important things done at work, mm-hmm. and to be there and be present with my family, mm-hmm. and to get all the stuff done. And you know what? It was working pretty fucking good. Yeah. And then I started thinking I'm not sleeping enough. I'm worried about that. Mm-hmm. So I start changing these things around. Now it's just
0: like replacing this. You're
1: just uh, you're just moving the stress somewhere else. Yeah. And you know what? So not really
0: I- necessarily getting rid of it.
1: I started waking up a little bit earlier. So so then. I started going to that climbing gym. Whatever the, you know stress, you know, and,
0: yeah, and and there's other ways to get rid of
1: stress yeah. besides just sleep. So I or whatever I start going to the climbing gym. My aura ring doesn't fit anymore because my fingers were all swollen from the constant inflammation from like using things or not using. Anyway, so it wasn't fitting. I didn't wear it for a few months. Eventually, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm, this thing's never going to fit me again. So I just sold it on eBay, and I'm just wearing this little silicone ring. Well, then I realize, which like, is like, yeah, I mean. Once Great. I bought a, like, your got a silicone
0: ring, it's like I've not worn my regular that's, one. That's way you're doing now. That's a whole thing now for, right for, I think, most men or women, too. Yeah.
1: So what this comes around to is about uh, two weeks ago, talking to someone about you know they have a business and a family and they're all stressed out and they feel like you know when business is going well they feel still feel like overburdened and they don't have the time to get it done i start talking to them about well this is you know what really works well and i'm like wait shit i'm not doing those things anymore i need to restructure my schedule you're back i need to get back to what i was doing
0: yeah like some of that like getting up earlier getting some big chunk of things done so then you're just kind of ahead of the game
1: yeah so most important task right like Because once the day started, once the kids are up and you're in the office, other people around, like you, your day gets filled with, to a certain degree, with like busy work. Mm -hmm. Or I find myself in my email inbox more than I need to be, or replying to something that, and all that, there's, you know, there's urgent and important. And then there's, then there's the other stuff, right? And like a lot of times, so the urgent work will replace the important work. And then when the important work's not getting done, then things start falling through the cracks. And then you feel, and then at the end of the day, there's nothing worse, man. End of the day, you're like, man, what the fuck did I get done today? And you there's know, always what really got done. And it's not like like, oh, I did things. Oh, I replied to this person, and you know stuff that was important, right? Like I stuff needed that to get done. I needed to get done. But what did I do that really moved the needle forward? Did I? Did I? Was I on a treadmill all day? And that's what it felt like sometimes. Like I just, you know, here's the end of the day. And I got, I felt like I did so much, but nothing really got moved forward. I didn't do anything. I was, you know what? Corey G mentioned him earlier. And as he sends out like whatever emails for their email marketing. I don't know shit. if
0: we we're recording then.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. So Corey G, you know, the other day he sent an email that really uh, hit home with this. It's like like, um, it's like yesterday, actually. He was like, are you playing offense or defense? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. I felt like I was just playing defense all fucking day. Yeah. But I wasn't really moving, we'll stick with that analogy. Wasn't really moving the ball down the field. Yeah. It's one of those Phil Knight uh uh t- like, those
0: little rules. One of them was like we're on all we're on offense all the time. I on his like little like uh yeah business plan or whatever. They're yeah. like their their mantra. One
1: of them was like we are always like his team mantra, we are always on offense. Yep. And that's and that's it, right? So I so anyway, so I pushed my alarm back again, like or pushed it for whatever. I started getting up earlier. Every day, no excuses, right? And one well, good thing that came out of it is actually on the weekends, maybe I don't set it because that's the, you know, like you take one day, you take a Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Maybe you don't set an alarm for those days. I'm still not like sleeping in. I get kids and shit. I'm still up early, but. There's no such thing as sleeping in when you have kids, unless your kids for somehow you have yeah, like
0: the sleep- one one in a thousand kids that sleeps until over seven o'clock. Yeah,
1: sleeping in is seven o'clock, right? Yeah. It's 6.30, 6.30, yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah. So the point is, I started doing that again like two weeks ago. And I'll tell you what, man, I've felt better these last two weeks throughout the day. I felt better than I did for the fucking year <laughs> of wearing this aura ring, trying to get more sleep. So I feel better. Oh, I got more sleep. So I, you know, I have more energy. I feel better. Trying to whatever. I like, just occupying
0: thing? your thoughts, though, about this, like these numbers in the back of your mind of like this like these stats on this like app somewhere. It's just like, what are we doing, man? But no, but I also understand it, and like I, like I said, like I do the Apple Watch with the numbers closing the rings, right? You're trying to close the rings, close the. It's just like
1: what? And yeah, it, you know, it's it's man. When I was when I was in uh, when I was at John's thing in Houston, when Donnie was talking, right? We talked about, but he's like talking about nutrition and sleep and training, you yeah. know. And he's like, hey, if uh, yeah, if the weights feel heavy. But you're moving pretty fast, you need to eat more. If the weights feel don't feel heavy, weights feel good, but you're moving slow, then you need to sleep more. And it's like, yeah, man, that's it. You don't need a fucking whoop to tell you that. Yeah. You don't need an aura ring to tell you that. You don't need an Apple Watch to tell you that. Like what talking about being intuitive earlier, I feel like that's where what, what we're losing. We're getting so fucking caught up. Yeah, num- that's a good point. And the numbers and the technology, like you know, who knows what you need? You, your body, your coach. If you have a good coach who's been watching you in training, you know what you need.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the uh, biggest takeaway. here. You're right. Company it's telling you of fucking needs. It's the loss of intuition. Is uh, the lack of intuition that we're all every single one of us? No one is intuition. excluded from this intuition. You know, like the intuition is, is it's, it's out, it's, it's going down. Yeah, we're man. Depend to dependent on other things to tell us how we're feeling or what we want to see. And, you
1: know, it comes I back said,
0: to- this is what you need. This is how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. This is how you should feel based off of these numbers. And this is what we want you to watch. So just keep doing what these things.
1: And, and you know what else? It comes back to the, to food also.
0: Yeah. This is what you need to be eating.
1: And this is how much, and this is the, t- you know, and, and here's the thing is, is I get, you know, if maybe someone wants to track their food to make sure they're eating enough or whatever. But here, man, are you doing that to make sure you're eating enough because you don't feel good and so you know you want to eat more, but you're just, like, struggling to make yourself eat more so you're tracking it because then you have, like, a a delineation, right? You have a marker you're going for. Okay. But if you're doing it because it just feels like, well, I gotta track this because I need to be doing this. And if if you're not paying attention to how you're feeling during training and mm-hmm. you're making that decision just based off something you read, but you didn't you never actually felt the difference, mm-hmm. then what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and
0: I think there's always something good though about maybe like getting like a baseline numbers and sure. like and then seeing how and then just testing that. I feel like most people would benefit from like, all right, what are your goals? Is it weight gain, muscle gain, uh uh fat loss, whatever. And then you get your big, you get your plan and you know what you're supposed to be eating. That's why I've always like, really liked how uh, Chris at five-star did like his like shredder yep. program, which is like, he calls it a shredder program, but it also could be like weight gain program if you wanted to like gain size sure. or whatever, because it's like, he it, it gives you like this, like, you're not tracking anything really. You, like, you know, like, right. here's your port. You maybe might be tracking like portions, I guess, maybe, Um, but it's like ounces wise. Right. Like I know, like I need to at least get this month. So I know how much protein I'm getting. Right. Um, but you're not putting in like every snack or everything, or if you actually follow the program, you're not really eating any snacks. Cause it's like eat as many vegetables as you want and you can eat as much fruit as you want. And here's your meat and here's your fat or here's your carbs or here's your, like, it's like, I think the simpler is the better is what I'm getting at. It's like no one ever, like there's always that saying no one ever got fat just eating fruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if you're eating super clean and you eat as much fruit as you want, that's not going to be the thing that like throws you off the rails. It's the other shit that comes with maybe eating fruit. Maybe is like you might need like uh you might have a craving for something sweet. So you grab something
1: else, you know, and, and here's here's the catch. T- well, yeah, man, nothing tastes better. Uh, you know, tastes better than an apple. Apple dipped in fucking caramel and chocolate. I was gonna say peanut butter. But yeah, dude, we're on the same page. Nah. Right. Like, that's it. Right. Uh So, you know, and I think the problem maybe isn't doesn't lie with like doing a different nutrition program, the problem lies in not actually taking a step back and looking at how do you feel and how is your training going? I mean, man, CrossFit, Greg Glassman, world-class fitness in a hundred words. One of the things in there, right? I mean, I don't have the whole thing memorized, but just like little portions of it fall right in here. It's like, you know, whatever. Eat, uh, eat meat, vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little sugar, wait, no no starch. Wait, no little little starch. No sugar. Then it says, keep intake levels high. What's it? keep intake levels to support exercise but not body fat? It's like there you go. Like how much did you eat? It's like well, they're eating these quality foods,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. And in that order. So what? So so how much of those things? Well, eat meat and vegetables, nuts. Okay, nuts and seeds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some starch. Well, how much? Well, probably less than the other things because they didn't say any quantities there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. No. No sugar. That one's pretty clear. Yeah. Right. So from like refined sugars, anyway. And then intake levels. To, so it's like, eat if you need to lose. Do you want to lose some body fat? And you're not like eat a little less. If you're in exercise, if you're just like constantly fucking bonking and you have you have no you have no energy to exercise, eat a little more. Yeah, and like that's like weight loss is like that, about as simple as it gets. That's it. You, you gotta got, burn more than you eat. But it's only simple if you're if you have the intuition. Yeah, that's true. If you pay attention to how you feel. For sure. Yeah. For it, sure. You know, and like you're saying, steps, like how many steps do you take. Let me ask you, does it if you go on a twenty minute walk every day, um, in addition to whatever, like other exercise, you know, whatever,
0: does it really fucking matter? Like no how many steps took man? But yeah, I can intuitively tell you. That if you did that every day, you would probably walk close to 10 miles a week. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Let's say like an average walking mile is about 15 minutes yeah. ish. Yep.
1: Anywhere yep. from 12, 15 minutes. Yep. You know, on a flat ground walk, normal speed. Uh, so you're walking average speed. you are walking one one to two between one and two miles on a twenty minute walk. Yeah. You know, seven days the you you the person.
0: Yeah. And uh, be conservative, would say 10 miles a week. And like that's a lot of miles. Yeah, that's a lot of calories. You burn about 100 calories a mile. Technically, I think something like that, like, on average, a person sure. can burn up to like 100 calories a mile Um, based. Obviously, everybody's different. But we're talking about average numbers here. Yeah. Um Also, is the theory, we will say like, if you walk a mile, and you run a mile, you burn the same amount of calories. I don't know. Like I'm talking about in the moment, I'm not talking about like maybe post calories because your metabolism or your or your heart rate spiked after you're done. Maybe, I, 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 I don't know. I've heard that, though. And I don't know if it's true.
1: Well, you know what? But
0: also, like, it makes sense. And that's good. <laughs> yeah. You're just doing it. One of them. You're just doing way faster.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. So wh- one what? Takes 20 minutes, one takes fucking seven minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What you would say is uh, like one way to think about this, like, all right, well, if you run it, your heart rate's going to, you know, speed up and your breathing rate. Well, but okay, so how many heartbeats did you have in that seven minutes? Whereas if you would have walked for uh, 15, how many heartbeats? would That's what I'm saying. That's where that's where it makes sense. I don't know. I don't
0: know, man. I'm sure there's an easy study we can look up here and uh or you guys can email us about it.
1: Tell us if it's true or not. Well, also the pace of running might matter. Oh, so, OK, maybe I'm thinking like a jog. What I absolutely know is that sprinting like sprint intervals mm-hmm. burns more fat is there's more energy. It's just a different calorie. It's just a different thing. Like anybody ever get stagnant on their weight loss and they're not one. They're either not lifting weights. Or they're not doing some sort of like a sprint interval like you just start adding in like sprint intervals like twice a week and like you just start people just start shedding weight right now you know part of it's also if you look at um energy systems like as your body goes through right like if you're just walking the entire time you're probably just um you know uh aerobic the entire time right and you are like getting anaerobic right like tapping into different energy systems Mm -hmm. is going to make a difference yeah i think you'd have to 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 sustain the same amount of burned calories with your walks over a long period of time you have to increase the distance right because your body can adapt right but i'm saying like from a yes but i'm saying like from a physiological standpoint also like like how your body gets energy Mm -hmm. right like there's the um you know aerobic means with oxygen anaerobic you know so like if you're if you're going through like um can't think of all of them right now, exactly, but in order. But anyway, so, you know, you get into, like, the glycolytic pathway.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, going, like, straight through your the carbs in your muscles, the sugars in your muscles. And then, you know, as you go, like, that's, that's why CrossFit works as well. So the, the results are in the intensity mm-hmm. because you go through all three energy pathways. Like, if you go all out for 30 seconds to a minute, you're going to have one energy pathway. Mm-hmm. Then from that one to three or four minutes – you know, you kind of have a different pathway Mm -hmm. all the way, maybe out to like eight minutes or so. Mm -hmm. Then once you get over that, then you're in a different energy pathway. Mm -hmm. So you just go for a walk. You're not tapping into those. Yes. Right. And so tapping into those different energy pathways are good because then your body adapts and gets more proficient to those things. And, and eventually, you know, look, when you're in shape, when you're in pretty good shape, you can do a, it's the ability to recover, right? So maybe you work out for 20 minutes Right. And when the 20 minutes is done a minute later, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're walking around. Your heart rate's kind of down. You're not breathing heavy anymore. Mm-hmm. You're you know, one to two minutes afterwards, you're fine. Yeah. And like that's that's the thing that you're not going to get. Noah Olsen looks very different helps. than me after Fran.
0: <laughs> he actually yeah. you didn't work out. I have a Fran cough and I can't fucking move for a half hour. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like that's the that, right. that's the, our, our gap in fitness. Right. Or like someone like him, like it's so funny like watching guys like at that level finish a friend yeah and like barely fucking like they didn't stop a they went unbroken on everything it didn't stop but then they are done and they're just like fine okay. or like you see someone at the box do it who's no. obviously not a professional athlete they're fucking down for the count for a half hour <laughs> yeah fucking you can taste the blood from your lungs from like you know breathing hard yeah you know you can taste the the, the, the iron uh it's interesting. That's, I guess that's like the, the the show all, tell all of, you know, fitness level, right? His ability it's like to recover. the
1: recovery after.
0: It's like, oh, like look what I was able to do.
1: Which which brings me to one of my favorite topics and something I've really just understood mm-hmm. and embraced last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I taught my daughter about it the other day. It's the art of the wingding. Hmm. You know, we've talked about it a few times. And so Maddie at school, is like, oh, I ran the mile. I'm like, oh, was your time? She's like, oh, we don't do it like that anymore. This time of year, we just... We, they partner us up and like, I run a lap, my partner runs a lap, I run a lap, my partner runs a lap. I was, oh, who's your partner? And she tells me this girl's name and the girl's not in great shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I was like, oh yeah, well, how's that? She goes, oh, she's pretty slow. So it was, you know, it was pretty easy. Lots of rest. And I said, let me tell you something, Maddie, embrace that. Cause I'm going to explain to you the art of the weaning, Yeah. you know, Yeah. and so I break it down to her. And uh, I was like, you get it? And she was like, so I was like, all right, check this out. So you got to be a little brave because it could come back to bite you. But you got to just go for it, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're doing your alternating rounds with the partner. When it's your turn to go, you go faster than you should. You sell out. You go way faster than you could possibly maintain for the entire workout. Because then if you go faster, how much stress do they have? Less. So that's right. They have less rest. So then they go. Now they rested less. So how long does their round take them? It takes a little longer. So that's right, it does. Which gives you, she's like, more rest. That's right. You're getting it. And then, then when you're back on, you push it again because you got to get two or three rounds of this in. Because if you can do this for two or three rounds, you can coast the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just get two or three rounds, just putting them back on it. But they have to start. Right, if they start, it works best. Yeah, because they have to start because because they come because they come back in and now you're they're a little bit tired because they've just done one round. Yep, but you're fresh. Yeah, and so now you hit the ground running. Yes, you sell out on this yeah. one. Yeah, I think that's the, one of the keys, though, is that they start. Well, if so, you start, you can you can it can still work. Yeah. Well, if you start, you can't do the first round this way. Yeah, okay. it's a delayed wing day. Got it. Okay, so first, it's if a D, you start, it's a
0: DWD. So if you start, the wing ding starts on round two,
1: right? But if they start, you hit it. it starts hit the right, Starts runs. first round, right? So you come back. So say, actually at the gym we did a little workout, little partner workout, two hundred meter run, ten box jump overs, ten hand release push ups. You go, I go with the partner for twenty five minutes.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: so mm-hmm. his rounds, he was going. I noticed early on is about minute thirty. I mean we're going pretty fast, pretty good here. Minute 30 ish, you know, under two. Mm-hmm. So he went first. I come in, I fucking hit that thing. I get in there and, uh, and like minute 20, about 20 seconds faster in his round. Mm-hmm. And then he's back out the door. And then, so what happened is his rounds went from, went from like the first round, they're pretty even. Next thing I know, by the, end, by the time time's done, he's going minute 45 around. I'm going minute 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting him back out there on like one minute rest. And then I'm getting a full two. Are you kidding me? Like I'm gonna, tw- I'm going almost twice the rest of this guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so with that, with all and that, you fell victim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I didn't explain to him what I was doing, but I'll tell him later.
0: Yeah, no, that's just you know, you, either you're the wolf, or you're wolf, or you're the
1: sheep. Offense, dude. I'm always on offense. <laughs> you're always on offense. I'm
0: always on offense. That's like an offense and defense both, mm-hmm. because you're going hard on offense, mm-hmm. and then you're getting like the
1: recovery defense. Now it can the next round. It can come back to bite you in the ass. Because if the other person is in better shape than you think they are, or they're in better shape than you are, right? And be like, oh, this guy, oh, who's this guy? It, it only yeah. fucking you. Well, if they keep up, like, say they match your intensity, if they don't. If they match your intensity on a round or two, well, now you're just screwed because you went out harder than you, like, you went out playing on having extra recovery time. Yeah, and if you don't have that, you're just you're you're up shit creek. Yeah. But you're also still getting a good workout in because you're, you're you're doubling down. Well, that's the thing; is it's not really a lazy way to do it. It actually is harder. You actually you got to sell out more. Yeah. So it's, it's a belief in oneself. I like that.
0: The old wing ding. <laughs> the old wing. Ding. I got a, I got a movie request for you. Oh. I think you should watch. I think you should watch. It's on Prime now, free. You should watch the Air movie with uh, about the Jordan uh, signing to Nike. It's like uh, a business, like a business. It's business related. It's also uh, very intuitive
1: based. Kevin was talking about it.
0: It's great. It's a great movie. What's it called? I highly recommend it. It's called Air. Air. And it's okay. on Prime now. It's because it. it was originally supposed to be a Prime exclusive. Ah. And then it went to uh, the theaters. I think because of like critic. Uh, it's got huge high, highly critic rated. Um, but yeah, it's um. Anyways, uh, I'm distracted. Um, yeah, watch, watch Air. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Chris Tucker, one of the Wayne's brothers. Uh, what's the guy from Ozark? Jason Baton mm-hmm. Baton. Mm-hmm. Uh huge cast. Anyways, really fun movie. Uh so our audience is a request for you as well. Um, check it out if you're into it's not, you know, it's about it's about the shoes, but it's not. It's about right. it's barely about the shoes. It's about just intuitiveness, people believing in somebody when no one else does, kind of story. With the athlete and the and the uh, Sonny yeah. is his name. Yeah. Great movie. I, I think that you would get it. I think you would uh, enjoy it because I know you read so the shoe yeah. dog book. She Dog. Great it's book. like, you know, obviously it's not about that story of Nike, but it's um, it's involved in It's it. A, it's, a, it's a part of the story, anyways. And uh, it's interesting about you learn about like the market shares of like the NBA mm-hmm. and where the NBA was at that time, where like actually no one gave a shit about the NBA in the 80s. It was actually right. kind of like this weird like downtime sport that no one really cared about. Um, it was anyways, it was good. So I recommend you watch that.
1: Uh, I just saw, I'm, I'm going to, that sounds great. That is good. I just saw a uh, clip of an interview with Charles Barkley mm. talking about this. And he's like, okay. He's like, they signed me, they signed Jordan, same time. Mm-hmm. And Michael looks at me he goes, hey Charles, what do, you know, what do you need all that money for? And he looks at me he's like, what, what are you talking about, man? He goes, no, seriously, like I looked up your contract. You're making, how? you know, whatever. It wasn't like, Compared to today's numbers, nothing, whatever. He's like, you're making $3 million a year playing basketball. What do you need all this money for? He goes, why don't you cut it down and take as much as you want, as much as you can in stock options? And he's like, all right, I'll talk to my people. And then he talks to his like, financial advisors. They're like, do you believe in the company? And he's like, yeah, man, I think they're going to be really good. Like, all right. And so he's like, so he did. And he was like, "I'm telling you that I made at least ten times more from that deal than mm-hmm. I would have if I was taking the cash." Oh yeah. And so he's like, you know, like you know, he credits my credits Michael Jordan for well, uh, giving him the advice, telling him, you know. Well,
0: Jordan was the first athlete to get uh, revenue share on a on a, oh, shoe, yeah. on a on a basketball shoe in the entire industry. It changed the entire it changed the entire industry. No one else was getting. No one had a pro model shoe. Everybody was just wearing, everybody was just wearing like whatever was available. Yeah, his was the first, you know, pro shoe, and also the first person ever to get revenue share on every sale of those shoes. And the royalties, royalties. Yeah, where I think now, I think he makes, uh, and today he makes four hundred million dollars a year in just passive income revenue share from Jordan. Right. Every year, four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Because of this deal he signed in nineteen eighty four. Right. Right. So that's been happening. Not that amount, but right. that you know that percentage has been coming in for these years. That's why he's a billionaire. But like, anyways, it's very interesting. Uh, the whole story is like really good. It's fun. Well, there we go. Now we got homework. Now we got homework. and I think that just about wraps us up. Yeah, wraps her up. Wraps her up nice and tight. Nice and tidy. All right, everybody. Episode
1: one fifty-seven. Go check your numbers. Go check your life path number, and then get a partner workout and wingding somebody.
0: Wingding somebody, and then you know finish off with some recovery watching air. There it is.